I'm making a list. I'm jerking it twice. Gonna find out if I'm hot or nice. Santa Claus coming to town. Oh yeah, Santa Claus coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. I was a little pitchy, but if I was to do that on television, I'd I'd probably win an award or something. I guess. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It's the SMIC Super Show. And now, your boys for talking toys, Cole, Robert, and Mike Anderson. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the SMIC Super Show, Super Show. Christmas Edition. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Roberts. I'm your co-host, Mike. <laughs> Just Mike. <laughs> I feel like I'm on another planet right now. This is very out of character to just come out, spit balls of fire onto the show, but I'm feeling festive AF, as I say. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm excited about today's topic. Super excited. I am too. This is, um, if if this was something you watched, um, again, I would win an award for my vocal performance. Um, but at the end of this show, as the credits were rolling, you would see produced by Mike Anderson. Um, because I, this is a, uh, this is a Mike Anderson show. This, this is your idea of this, of this whole concept for today's episode. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, I missed a little bit of that because I was putting my earphones in. I keep forgetting to do that. Oh man. Uh, I just gave you a producer I, credit at the end of the I, show. I, I caught the tail end, so I got the gist and I appreciate it. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah. Uh, so like, I will admit that I have been going through a seasonal depression like <laughs> no other. <laughs> I feel you, one, man. <laughs> the one comfort that I have really been relying on is watching like old stuff on YouTube, like old commercials, specifically commercials that you would see during like nineties Nickelodeon days. Yes. Um, And they just warm my heart and soul like nothing else. Um, and, uh, and that uh, really kind of spurred today's topic because the other day uh, I was watching some old commercials with my kids. They were uh, heavily centered around old toy commercials. And I was just like, man, this is taking me back. I want to do a show that talks all about toys, commercials, toys from our youth. And because mm-hmm. it's around Christmas, I felt like this would be a perfect time to do that. Yeah, man, absolutely. If there's one thing I get really excited about uh, this time of year is like I think about all those old Christmases I had growing up. And I we've said this on old shows in the past, you know, because we've done like 15 different shows with like, you know, 100 episodes each show, whatever. We, we've done a lot of talking the last seven years. But 
Um, I, I've always been very thankful to have had as many good Christmases as I did. And I know that's not necessarily the case for everybody. So yeah, I, you know, in a time of funk, as you say, like right now, it's like, man, I'm glad I can look back on some of these old Christmas memories and, and, and maybe some of the, some of the feelings and the, the memories surrounding this time can kind of pep you up a bit. Um, so very thankful for that. Um, Yeah, because I I was even thinking about this the other day of like my Christmas memories are really the fuel that like gives me the the oomph to like try and make Christmas as special as I can for my kids. And so like Mm, we we like when I was younger, it was tradition to put up the Christmas tree like the weekend after Thanksgiving. But I think I explained on the last episode that we were still doing Thanksgiving on that weekend so i didn't want to decorate yet and so you know for one reason or another we just didn't start decorating for christmas because of you know lack of time you know just feeling too tired or whatever and so like literally last night uh, like what's the date today today's the december 7th we Mm -hmm. just finished putting up our christmas tree last night we had our tree up and it's a pre-lit Christmas tree, so it had lights and stuff on it, but there was no ornaments. And Colt was just like, Dad, can we please put the ornaments on the tree for like two days? And I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I not – why am I depriving my child of this joy of decorating <laughs> the Christmas tree? So, like, I made myself go get the ornaments downstairs last night, and we we decorated. It was great. It was a great time. Um, Caden was kind of ruining it with all of his screaming, so I went and put him down for bed <laughs> a little early. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but <laughs> but the rest of the rest of the time was great um we made some christmas cookies the night before so we were uh polishing those off while we were while we were decorating and i was just like i just gotta sometimes you just gotta force yourself to <laughs> yeah to get oh in that no spirit <laughs> well we were talking about that this um before we started the uh, rolling the cameras and um or the the microphones whatever um uh, like we're going to the gym <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and it's like you just have to get to get there get to working out and then you're happy about it, you feel good about it most of the time yeah. and like yeah honestly that was us at halloween this year where i was just like man we just came off uh, Lydia's birthday weekend. She started school. We've got, mm-hmm. I was super busy with projects. I was like, I do not want to decorate for Halloween right now. Yep. And I just kind of did it. And it felt like pulling teeth. But like mm-hmm. once it got going and once it was up, not only was I relieved with the kind of the stress that can come with just all of that, because we have a lot, of, we have a freaking lot of Halloween <laughs> decorations. Yeah. Uh, put that in perspective. We built a massive steel husky garage shelving in our garage for totes. Mm-hmm. Way more than half of it is all Halloween decorations. I'm like, oh I spent $300 <laughs> on a steel shelf in the garage for pumpkins and skeletons. <laughs> Are you going to do a purge? Because I, I remember you said that you didn't even This use was all after the purge. Mike. Oh my God. We already did the damn purge. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just, you know, but like we we, we did Christmas uh, the day after Thanksgiving and it was a lot of fun. I And you know what? It, it just here's the thing. I don't think it changes. I think you're always going to be tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're always going to not be ready. And, and it's just like if you just put one foot in front of the other 
and get the ball rolling it's like okay yeah i can do this <laughs> and i'm glad yeah. i did it you know and uh yeah. and again you know you saying that I, I know plenty of people who grew up and didn't have good christmases and they use that mm-hmm. as the fuel to work hard and give their kids a yeah, good christmas sure. so i think you know there's a lot to be inspired by and i and uh i i i i'm thankful that i had it so good as a kid <clears throat> and you know i have it good now you know i, I feel very blessed to, to do what i do and to be able to, to give lydia a good christmas but um uh yeah man it, it makes me happy because like I, I i look at it i'm like someone's like oh my gosh this thing she wants like it's so expensive but i'm just like you know what i bet you my mom said that about one of these items that i got here on my christmas list yeah so yeah. Well, it, that kind of brings me to one of the topics that um, we were going to talk about because I was really struggling to think the other day of like how different Christmases, like the Christmas season is for my kids compared to like when we were kids. Because when we were yeah. kids, there wasn't the internet, there wasn't YouTube, there wasn't influencers, there wasn't stuff distracting us at all times. And so our information sources came from very limited sources. So like, so like when it came to like toys that we wanted, we either saw them in the store, we saw them on TV commercials with our cartoons, or we saw them in magazines like, uh, the Sears catalog or toy book. Yeah. Um, and so for my kids, that's completely different. So like when I asked Cole yeah. what he want, what, what he wants for Christmas is here, he was like, oh, I want some Legos and I want some clay, like very generic answers. Like I want some Minecraft toys. Whereas when I was a kid, it was like, I want this specific toy. I want yeah. this specific. I want the Super Soaker 300 yes. XP, you know, whatever it was. There were no generalizations when I was a <laughs> and, kid. And you would not settle for a dinky soaker. Like, no, I wanted a Super Soaker. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. And like, so they had things specifically tailored for us to go through and pick out specific toys. Like yeah. the Wish Book or the 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 big toy book from Toys R Us. And so that's kind of like the first thing I wanted to reminisce on a little bit. Yeah, man. Like, did you... Uh, be, oh, oh, sorry. Um, one thing that I was really thankful for was Amazon and Target both did their own versions of like wish books this year. And yes, I, think I, wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to hit on that too. Yeah, um, but this was the first year that I like actively gave one of them to the boys and was like, I kind of like said, "Oh, Santa sent you this to like tell you tell him what you want," and they got super excited to look through it. That's awesome. <laughs> but Colt was just like, like, "Santa works at Target." <laughs> <laughs> They do yes. business together, yes. <laughs> They're both red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, duh. How did you not figure that out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're hundred percent right. I actually had this conversation with my parents literally two days ago where they were like they were asking, like, hey, have you got your Christmas shopping done? I said, Yeah, pretty much. I said, I think we're good. I said, I think Brett's looking for one more thing for Lid and then we gotta figure out what to get our niece and you know, um nieces, I should say. And that's, yeah. that's about it. And um, uh, I was like, and, you know, Lydia's got this extensive list of just tons of stuff. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I, I remember uh, I remember that. Oh, no, no, no sorry. I, and I was like, I was like, the crazy thing is we hadn't gone to a single store to get any of this. I said it was all uh, all 
shipped to us, you know. And uh, he's like, man, that's wild. He's like, my dad didn't say that's wild. That's what I say. Um, but he's like, he's like, isn't that, isn't that crazy? He's like, you know, back in my day, you had to go to the store to get it. I'm like, well, yeah. I, I was like, and I like doing that. But I'm like, you know, with with Cyber Monday and Cyber Tuesday and, and, and Cyber Wednesday. You know, I mean, everything is like, and that's a whole other rant I could talk about later. Uh, oh, all the sure. sales. But I was just like. It's hard to not buy online and have it shipped to the house. Plus, we don't like people. You know, we don't <laughs> we don't want to get out of the house. We don't want to talk to anybody. And um, so he was like, yeah, we used to always pick things out in the Sears catalog. And I was like, yeah, well, I did that too. He's like, yeah, but you you had your TV commercials. Like, we didn't even have that. Yeah. And I was like, true. I said, if I'm being honest, the Sears wish book was probably only relevant to me from like age i don't know let's say five so mm-hmm. maybe maybe four maybe 89 90 for a couple of years at most where then my whole viewpoint was tv commercials but right. i'm glad i got to experience the toys r us catalog or the wish book and i was thrilled when we got the target one because lid picked that up and she's like all right and we're like circle circle the stuff you want in there she circled the whole damn magazine. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Colt did. He's like, I want this, 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 this. Exactly. It's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Lid circled even all, like, everything. Like, yeah. even the boys stuff. Of course, she she has a really wide... She's super into Sonic and Pokemon right now, but she also is a girly girl and loves dress-up and My Little Pony and everything pink. So, I'd say we're doing a good job. She's well-rounded. She just, she just likes to play and have fun. But... Yeah. Yeah, man, those days, I remember specifically the first time I saw a Sears catalog um, was at my grandma's house. And I remember she she took us, we, we went to church one day and she took my sister and I home with her while my mom and dad went and did Christmas shopping. So it was kind of like a, hey, go with your grandma for the afternoon. We got some errands to run. Mm-hmm. And uh, so grandma took us to McDonald's after church, I, you know how how heartwarming i love that went to mcdonald's <laughs> and remember in december when they would do the boy or girl happy meal yeah so like I, like the boys would get the hot wheels happy meal and the girls would get the barbie mm-hmm. uh happy meal so that's what my sister and i got we, you know we got the 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 boy girl happy meals and then she took us back to her house and we made some cookies and mm. we watched some christmas shows like the grinch and she had the sears catalog there and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I can actually put words to the things I'm like, I could show what I'm, you know, like having to explain to your parents what a toy was in the 90s was basically like reciting like Greek, you know, it's just something <laughs> like, I don't know what you said, but that's a lot of words and a lot of things and a lot of action, like a lot of adjectives involved. So, you know, we'll go to Toys R Us and do our best. But like mm-hmm. I could show them in this catalog, like this is what I want, you know. And it was so fun because it, it always put you on the stuff you didn't know you wanted. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And like, it was like discovering stuff. Some of my favorite things, like, even as a kid, I was really in tune to this kind of stuff. But like, I just loved the like pictorials of the kids playing with toys and stuff like that. Cause like, yes. Um, like, you'd have like a shot of a kid playing with his Ninja Turtle figures next to the, the, turtle sewer but like off in the background you'll see like a 
gently frosted window with some like Christmas candles and yes, and I love and, it and stuff decorating the the rim of the of the uh, window and I'm just like ooh like even as a kid that that got me and yeah um, I just <laughs> I love looking back on stuff like that that's so fun yeah I the 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 way it wasn't like I think that was part of the magic it was like this isn't just a product catalog this is setting the scene for like um <laughs> we, we were watching uh home improvement season one not too long ago and uh not season one it was actually it was one of the halloween episodes that's why and when brad brings over that friend who helps him start the party you jason. know at the house yeah, he's jason. one of my favorite tertiary characters oh my gosh mine too and he tells he tells you know tim he's like you know your show is like a metaphor for how to live in the 90s <laughs> how we live in the 90s yeah like that's exactly what the catalog is like this is like this is how you live in the 90s you've got snow you know snowflake windows you're wearing a, a christmas sweater mm-hmm. and slacks while you play with your ninja turtles yeah <laughs> and, like it's 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 amazing like it's it it is not just a wish book for the things you want to own but it's how you wish life really was <laughs> i i want to believe that's how it was like that's the only yes. thing getting me through this depression a hundred percent is letting me know that we actually did live like that at one point in <laughs> time I, you know, I, I think we did. We just didn't see it. You know, I, I'm sure right. my mom was walking around in a festive sweater and high-waisted jeans. And oh. I was on the floor wearing, you know, overalls and a, and, and a nice button-up. <laughs> I, I know that we... I've <laughs> Playing seen with enough, action figures. I've seen enough videos to know that it did... At least some people did live like that, and I was. Yeah. I told we were talking. I was at the grocery store this morning, and like there is still a generation of moms that were alive in the '90s whose fashion sense has not evolved since the Love '90s. It. But they're not so old that they're like grandmas yet. But they're like, so they still kind of have that '90s mom feel. And I saw one of them this morning. She had like that that. Bob did you do a double take. Ooh, she had, I had, yeah, I did. <laughs> she had one of those like green Jan Sport jackets on and like one oh, of those like nice. Bob, Bob haircuts, you know, but like they uh-huh. kind of come out like a bell a little bit more. Yes. And it's just like, girl, <laughs> I mean, ma'am. <laughs> There's a place where Christmas dreams come true. The Kmart Toy Store. Look inside and see what we've got. All the great new toys you and your kids will love a lot. We've got cars and trucks and helicopters. That should come as no surprise. And dolls and phones and board games for kids of every size. With Hasbro, Bradley, Mattel, Kenner, Fisher, Price, and Ideal. All the makers you've come to trust. We've been stocking up for the big Christmas rush. But before any of those toys make it to the shelf, we give them something very nice. We pick them up and give them a low, low Kmart price. Christmas dreams can come true. It certainly happened before. And there's a place that makes the dreams real easy on you. The Kmart Toy Store. I got a feeling I'm going to get something really good this Christmas. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's... 
I love that. I, I and we've talked about this before, but I don't think your fashion evolves like you just get older. Yeah, <laughs> and you there's just a, keep wearing what you always a, wore. There's a Seinfeld bit where he's like, "You can always tell what the uh, best decade in your dad's life was because he sticks with that fashion sense forever. Like he just runs." That is so it. true. That is so true. Um, yeah, I mean, like what? So I I talked about being at my grandma's house, seeing the witch book. Um, and then, of course, you know, we'll get I think we'll focus on like physical material right now. and We'll talk about commercials yeah. later. But like what what about you? Like, do you have any memories or stories surrounding making lists that way? Yes. Yeah, so back when um, my mom would have us make lists for Santa, um, <laughs> we wouldn't just write out what we wanted um, on our list. We would actually go through, or I would at least, my brother kind of started doing this too. I would cut out the picture from the wish book of what I wanted and tape it to my list. So I would have a written <laughs> description of what I wanted and then a physical picture yeah, from the so wish smart. book <laughs> of what I wanted. So like I didn't, I she didn't have to waste time like flipping through the book. I didn't dog ear any of the pages or anything like that. I just went in and cut out what I wanted and taped it to my list. <laughs> that's that's super smart it, it reminds me a lot of one, one of my favorite movies is a, a christmas story and i love when he rips out the ad for the red rider magazine uh red shotgun rider yeah yeah and he puts it in his mom's look book which you would never have a toy ad in it but i love that like <laughs> right. he was able to do that i'm like there you go buddy that's smart <laughs> i was always very intrigued at how big magazines were back there do you remember how Dude. big that looked yeah, well, um, another one of my favorite movies, since I'm 87 years old, um, <laughs> I, I, Rear Window, Alfred Hitchcock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the character that Jimmy Stewart plays in that movie was a uh, photographer. He's he's nursing an injury he had um, on a photo shoot. And he was mm-hmm. like, he would take these amazing like danger shots and stuff. Or like really, you know, not dangerous, but like dangerous photos, like, you know, places where there's like wild animals and snakes or there was one that was like a, a I think I think his accident happened from a, a an IndyCar race where a wheel came oh. flying off and he got the shot and it hit his leg or something but anyway you see all the life magazines that they're on and they're they're like these massive like you could basically if you you know how like if you have a car and you park and it's sunny day and you want to put that like little wind <laughs> yes <laughs> or that sunblock thing in your windshield that's what you could do yeah. with life magazine oh my gosh <laughs> um, that's how big it was i have one of those for my car and it's the power rangers in the window of the megazord so it looks like my car is oh my gosh you're a whole grown-ass man <laughs> i know <laughs> That's I wonder amazing, why people though. don't respect me as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would take the damn helmet off when you get into the car, maybe they would. <laughs> it's to shape my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, let's, um, let's get into these lists. Cause I think, okay. I think and here's, here's, and you mentioned this when you had text me last night, um, that we were doing this and I had a whole 10 minutes to, <laughs> to put this together. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, it wasn't like we've been busy or anything. We're, we're, we're all just losing our minds. 
but you, we made these Christmas lists. And so here, I want to preface this. So, um, we don't have to, well, you said this, but like, we don't have to like dwell on these. We can read them off, right. but like any comments, questions, or concerns are welcome. Yes. Uh, and, I'm just going to read my 10 and then you okay. read your 10 and like we can okay. just go, you know, riff off of it, mm-hmm. you know, no rules, but we ain't going to spend a decade on this. Right. Exactly. All right. And okay. This is really in no particular order. I, this was so, so stream of consciousness writing. Yeah. I did, however, uh, I have a wish book from like 1989, I think, or oh, 88. I want yeah. one so bad. I've been looking on eBay for them. I mean... This is the worst time of year to look for them because people know. Yeah, because they're going up in prices. And here's this catalog has served me well as like not only a nostalgic reminder, but it's also a nice gentleman's magazine when you get into the clothing section for. (laughs) (laughs) Are there naked ladies? (laughs) No, they're wearing sweaters, Mike, and shoulder pads, pantsuits. My wife's like, why do you have all of these wish books slept under the mattress? I mean, <laughs> under the mattress. Under the sofa. <laughs> all right, here is my list. Again, no particular order. And uh, like I was saying, I did look at some wish books on my own and online for some of these ideas. But some of these are, are very like vivid memories. So there's a mix too. Yeah. Some of these I got. Right. Some of these I wish I had got. Okay, yeah. so... Yeah, They're just kind of, that, that kind of filling, filling this, filling a list is more or less right. what I was doing. That's how I pitched it to her. I was like, "This is your ultimate Christmas wish list of like, this is stuff that all the stuff that you wanted, whether you got it or not." So this is not like what we necessarily expected to get as a kid, yeah. or what we got as a kid. Well, and this might not even be like my ultimate ultimate list because I could probably stretch further. I could probably go oh, yeah, further yeah. out. You know, like yeah. I did not ask for a go kart. But that would not disappoint me, you know, Santa put a little something, something under the tree. Yeah. You know. Yes. (laughs) All right. Here here we go. Um, I don't know if you know this one, Mike. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I shouted when I said that. Um, Milton Bradley Things. Are you aware of this? Is this a board game? Okay. So kind of. Imagine the fun technology of like a uh, golfing gator, you know, or hungry hippos where you have like a really cool creature, plastic creature that kind of does things and put them in like the size of like a traveling board game type of thing. Okay. Have you Googled this yet? I did just now and I've never seen these before. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay. This, these things are phenomenal. And so it's Milton Bradley things and it's pronounced, it's written with periods. So it's like T period H period I, you know, it's thank you. Yeah. It means something and I cannot remember what it means, but they have these, um, they, they're amazing. Like they're like, I, you have to Google them because like I'm doing a horrible job explaining them, <laughs> but they have like a gorilla, a space one, a mad scientist one, a knight, um, and they had a ton of these things. They're like really cool. the The artwork on the packaging is phenomenal. I yeah. mean, incredible illustrations, like super wacky and cool 
really fun. I mean, it, it kind of scratches the Halloween itch a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, these things uh, are really freaking cool. And they're like, they're games. So it's like, it looks like a toy, but it's a game. And it's yeah. kind of like, you know, I, I kind of liken it to Hungry Hippos where, you know, you're smashing on the hippo thing and it's eating the eating the, the balls. <laughs> Whatever the hippos eat. Yeah. And it's that kind of it's kind of that technology. So you've got something that might be spinning and you're trying to grab at it or something that you're trying to flick into something. It's God, it's it's hard to explain, but I hope I encourage everyone to look up Milton Bradley things. If you remember it or if you had one, let us know because I coveted this for Is a this good something that you minute. actually got? Never got. Uh, it says Would they're love called, to find. It says they're called totally hilarious, incredibly neat games of skill. That's it. Wow. That <laughs> I I would love to have been as I often do, love would have to been in the, the marketing meeting for this. Mm-hmm. Like guys, I don't know what we call these things. Wait, what 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 did you say? <laughs> I said I don't know what to call these things. Is that right that right there. Things. <laughs> Do you see that, Carson? You see how innovative Giles is over here? (laughs) He said the word things. We're going to take that and we're going to slap it on the box of this toy and people are going to go nuts over it. (laughs) And And then Craig in the back speaks up. He's like, I can do one better. What if it means something? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Craig, Craig, Craig. What do you mean? What are you saying here? What do you mean what if it means something? What if it means something? So totally hilarious. Uh, what stars was I? Incredibly. Okay, good, good. Um, uh, in in need to in um, um, noggin. No, 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 no. That doesn't make sense. Neat, neat. Games of skill. That's it. That's it. That's it. Roll, roll the printer. Roll. Go, 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 go. That's that was how the conversation went. I love that. I love. I, I wish like the the words were being popped up by people being sarcastic. Like somebody's like, "God, this is totally hilarious." And he's like, "Yes, that's it." And that's it. Just like <laughs> incredible. And then like, "Yes, totally incredible." And like, these are just neat games. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> And like somebody, neat games. somebody drops their their coffee mug, but catches it before they get to their see skill. Oh my god, Mike! That was even better than my twenty minutes of trying to come up with this meeting on the fly. Hey, I love that you did it. <clears throat> I'm glad you're my podcast partner. To be Me honest. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, Milton Bradley things, and I would generally take any of them, but if I had to, had to, had to, had to pick, um, I'm going for, I don't know, it's it's hard. Either the uh, the the Igor, which is like this crazy looking demon thing with skulls and a coffin, it's super sick, mm-hmm. or uh, the Sir Ring a lot, that one's pretty sweet. I I have the most memory of seeing that one advertised. And uh, yeah, I mean the math scientist one's pretty great, but um, anyway, yeah. these are not. I mean, they look a little dated, so they do look like they're mid '80s. But there's a hippo one, so I wonder if maybe that's what Hungry Hungry Hippos evolved from. I don't know how long Hungry Hungry Hippos <laughs> has been around. It could, uh, yeah, definitely predate this. It could, and again, I I, I remember someone at 
the church I went to in the kids department, like the, the daycare, the kids department at church, the daycare, he brought one of these over. And I, I, so I've played with one, but I never owned one. And it was a lot of fun. I, I would, I would dare I say it's a neat game of skill for sure. <laughs> incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> totally hilarious. I would say that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, uh, number two is the uh, video games, I think, is the most synonymous for me when it comes to Christmas. I, I have so many Christmas memories, but I think my strongest desires gravitated towards video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we all know, I say this, we all know, you might be a first-time listener, but I was obsessed with the Super Nintendo as a kid. It was the best Christmas present I ever got. I literally lost my damn mind. You know, there's a kid... Uh, video of a kid freaking out over an N64. Yeah, I was the original of that, but with the Super Nintendo, I just never put my video of Home Christmas 1994 on the internet. But it is glorious. Um, I like yours a lot better because yours goes on for a while. It, it <laughs> like does. Just kind of like how I do on this it. podcast. <laughs> just imagine me being like 10. Or no, I wasn't yeah. even 10. I was like 8. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, but I'm not asking for the Super Nintendo right now. I'm wanting a game for my Super Nintendo, and I want the Real Monsters on SNES. Ooh, okay. I've been thinking a lot about this game lately, and mm-hmm. I think it's because I have a memory of renting it over Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. And we just came off of Thanksgiving, and I just kind of get this nostalgic tug to play it. And here's the thing. I own it. Mm-hmm. I still have it. I just don't have a way to hook up my Super Nintendo right now. Mm. So, oh, okay. would, so you have yeah. the console too? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've thought about selling some of that stuff, but I don't do it. it you, it'd be, will, you will regret it. I think I would. I I have so many really amazing old Nintendo games, um, Super Nintendo and regular, um, and I don't mean like so. Like I have all the good stuff you want, you know, yeah, the yeah. good. <laughs> um, and I just can't part with it. I, it Is just it a means... connection issue? Like you don't, you can't plug it into the current TV that you have. You know, yeah, because we got we got these newfangled flat screens. Four K two. It's a sixteen bit console. <laughs> How's that work? I had a connection of like you. It was a HDMI cable, HDMI to like a component or coaxial connection i need to get um, one then and it Probably was on like amazon it was the only way i would have been able to plug my vcr into my into one of our tvs oh we have i might have to jack one off our vcr that we never use yeah yeah well i gotta play that game because it's lit um <laughs> okay I'll, I'll go through faster with these um i want from the wish book itself mike a tmnt stands for teenage mutant ninja turtles tent and sleeping bag yes dude hell yes it is amazing that that was like you could get a tent of really whatever you were into they had garfield gi joe Mm -hmm. ghostbusters i mean barbie go down the list tent and matching sleeping bag that yeah that thing was genius i always wanted that tent that i would just sit in and play ninja turtles in the ninja turtle tent i saw an ad from a wish book I don't know if it was from Wishbook, but it was of Ninja Turtles merchandise like that. But the entire room 
was just decked like yes bed comforter wall posters tent sleeping bag cups mugs plates toys, he had the blimp everything. hanging from the ceiling yes yeah it was, it was like everything you could possibly want in one picture and uh, i knew a kid who had literally that as oh his my room. God. no way yeah. you know what i'm really proud of about us is like i consider ninja turtles like for our generation the nostalgic toy we don't talk about them very often and i'm, I'm really proud of us for doing that <laughs> because i feel like that's kind of the the easy thing to talk about in a yeah it's, it's low it's low hanging fruit i mean yeah. but i we probably need to at some point just do a big old episode on it because well i think it'd be interesting to hear about like why it resonated with us like mm-hmm. it did like it's it's obvious right. that it was the most popular thing of that time but to kind of go behind the scenes of like why I think would be a really cool discussion. Yeah, it would be. I like that we just kind of peppered in like with your pick right here. It's like it, that was a good choice because it wasn't like an obvious choice. At the same yeah, time. I do have another obvious choice later, but it's kind of like a, the one that got away. So yeah. um, I want to stretch Armstrong. Yes, dude. I mean, so cool. I, I never had stretch, but I had the vac. Guy, I wanted him to, yeah, because that him. that's actually a way cooler concept than mm-hmm. just stretching your arm strong. Yeah, it would be like I really like the idea of just like doing the pump thing on the vac man. Like that thing was so cool. I really want to do a like a Patreon episode if we ever get a Patreon called Cole Out of Context, oh where God. I just take <laughs> clips of things that you say out of context. <laughs> Be like a whole new show. <laughs> you said something earlier where you're like you're smashing the hippo while it's gobbling the balls. Is that what I said? Yes. <laughs> and it's like and sometimes I don't. I, really, I don't know if you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> God, this is a family show. No, I'm just explaining what you do. <laughs> holy crap yeah i'm so it's no wonder like my you know i'll have so many conversations throughout the day with my wife and she gives me these looks like you want to run that back but i don't because i'm just like let me let me get my thoughts out here Whew, i'm sweaty um <laughs> i think people would pay for that so see me sweat <laughs> no. oh no they hear the shit <laughs> yeah so, yeah the show I, I mean i might it's just so i could kind of run kind of be reminded of like how to describe things the right way uh dr dreadful is yes. another one good one great and i'm gonna argue i'm gonna come back to him later but let's just mm-hmm. say dr dreadful for now uh i need a board game though because no christmas is complete without a proper board game and i know the, that totally hilarious, incredibly neat game of skill I mentioned earlier could be a board game. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to go with Don't Wake Daddy. Oh, my God. I almost said that. That was, Dude, that was one of the best games. That game, I don't really understood fully how it worked. I, I think maybe Daddy was on a timer of some sort. and you had. To, but I, I think you also made noises that could wake up Dad. Like yeah. you, you would roll the dice and land on something. And so, like, you're like, okay, I landed on a cat, and the cat squeals, and dad wakes up. Oh, shit, gotta go back to bed, you know? Yeah. You have um, to, like, press an alarm clock, and I think if you pressed it too many times, he might wake up or something like that. Oh, that might be it. So, like, you know, kind of like SOS, like, oh, I mm-hmm. slept on a cat. 
beep, right. beep, 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 beep. Oh, yep. dad woke up. No. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I wanted that game so bad, but I really played it in real life, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I had, I my sister and I are two years apart, and so we were kind of thick as thieves for a good po- po- portion of time. And we would often sneak downstairs. My dad would always take a nap downstairs in his um, lazy boy. Lazy, I always call it a lazy man. In his lazy boy chair. Or easy boy? What is it? Lazy boy. Yeah. Lazy boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> easy boy. <laughs> so the lazy boy chair, he would take naps in that. And so, you know, oh, man, we're playing upstairs. I want a cookie. Well, let's go downstairs and get one. And oh my god, my dad will wake up at the sound of a pin dropping. Yeah. So you would just be tiptoeing around the house and like sure enough you get to the pantry and you get the graham cracker or the cookie and it's wrapped in like plastic and it always and he would get pissed. Like so don't wait daddy was actually a scary game, but that was that was something we were, we did in real life. They should make a game for adults now called Don't Wake the Children and it's like don't trying to get out, trying to get out of your kid's room at nap time. It's like that. It's like their their room literally turns into a minefield of of sounds and noise. While you you like, I put them down on their bed, and then I'm trying to tiptoe around everything that could possibly make any noise, and every little thing makes like three times as much noise as it would normally. My my landfill or my landmine is the baby gate. So like I'll maneuver <laughs> over all the toys and I'll lift my leg up and I have yep. horrible death perception. Yep. So like I think I have my leg all the way up and sure enough I'll hit that gate and I'll just fall right over it. Just ridiculous. A couple of years ago we bought the boys um from Spirit Halloween like a, a kind of like a life 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 like replica of the Ghostbusters proton pack. And it's not really for them to play with, but it's just kind of in their room. And it was on the floor, and I, I had made it all the way to the door. And then I accidentally <laughs> stepped on the wand, and it's very loud. It, and it flashes lights, and it goes, oh and it makes all the noises. Gosh. And, like, luckily they did not wake up. Like, my kids are actually somewhat heavy sleepers once they're actually asleep. But, like, it was a good two minutes before it went off. And um, I was just like, or it felt like two minutes. I was just standing there frozen, like hoping they would not (laughs) wake up. Oh, that's the worst. That's really funny, though, where like it's the loudest thing possible and they're just like still dead ass asleep. But like like you take a bite of a granola bar and they're like. (laughs) Yes. Um, uh, Real Ghostbusters Firehouse. Ooh, that's a good one. And it's going to go into the next one, which is kind of the same thing, but not a firehouse, but the TMNT sewer. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't have either of these. So I had so many action figures as a kid. And like, to be fair, they were pretty easy to get and pretty cheap. Like I, you know, stickers on these things were like $2.99, three bucks, whatever, not $23 for the exact same toy you bought, but now you get it 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, when they put out like a retro Ghostbuster or you know Ninja Turtle, but I I didn't have the sets. Like I never had like a vehicle. I never had the party van. I never had the the sewer. I did have the blimp. That was a birthday mm-hmm. gift. I'll mm-hmm. treasure forever. I think I even talked about that on an episode once. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, same thing with Ghostbusters. I didn't have the Ecto one. I I'm a owner of the Ecto one now at mm-hmm. age. 37 going on 38 
It's right behind me. I look at it every day. I love it. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Is it out anyway, of the box? I can't see. No, it's still in the box. I can't yeah. take it out. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not ever. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I had tons of figures, but I never had the vehicles or play sets. So those would be the two things I'd want. And I was looking at the prices of them in the Wish book, and they were surprisingly cheaper than I thought. But I'm comparing that to today's dollars. You know, back back in the day, $50, $60 really meant like 100 bucks. Like, that was expensive. Yeah. Especially when you utter the word toy. Mm-hmm. Like, I know my mom and dad, being the school teachers, teachers that they were, gave me the best Christmas that they could. But there are just some instances where they're like, really? $50 for a toy? <laughs> yeah. Where I'm like, no, it's $50 for a toy? $50 for a toy? No, that's not the toy I want. It's just $50 for a toy. $50 for a toy. <laughs> that's it. Maybe that's for what I thought I was going For a toy. <laughs> I don't know. That's most of I, I'm trying to get across like, that's it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was not it. Um, and then I want a load of Goosebumps books. Ooh, that's great. Yeah, one of my favorite Christmases. It was, I mean, this is probably the best year of my life, to be honest. Um, was 1994. I got the Super Nintendo for Christmas. But Santa Claus, bro, my stocking had two Goosebumps books in it. Mm-hmm. A handful of assorted pogs with a crystal slammer. Yes. And some monsters in my pocket, bro. Mm. In my mm. damn stocking, the whole that was the same day. Ooh. The same day. Bless. How old were you? Um, I, don't know, I was fourth grade. Was... <laughs> so, whatever age that is. So like nine. Yeah, probably nine. I've I've learned that you take the age and add five years, and that's how old. Oh, that's or, or true. Or you take and... the grade the grade and add five years yeah and that makes sense because i was reading so goosebumps yeah um yeah and then my last something i always wanted never had my sister had the 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 girly version of this but i had i wanted mighty max skull dungeon oh boy that's yeah. one of my commercials <laughs> yes well good because <laughs> the commercial is phenomenal yes so it to deserves to be talked about. But that's my list. So we'll run through one more time. Milton Bradley Things, Arrow Monsters NES, SNES game, Team and T Tent and Sleeping Bag set, a Stretch Armstrong or a Vacman, whichever. I'm not going to complain. Um, Dr. Dreadful, really any of the kits. Um, Don't Wake Father or Daddy, RGB Firehouse, Real Ghostbuster Firehouse, the Team and T Sewer set, some Goosebumps books. In the Mighty Max Skull Dungeon. Dude, I am so impressed with your list because mine, you have such a great array of things on your list. Like, you don't have just action figures like what the majority of mine <laughs> You know, honestly, I, I don't know how, how I did that. It was just kind of like, again, it's a mix of things I wish I had, things I actually did get. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Goosebumps book, that always sticks out to me because it was, like, I was so into those. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's not a lot of kids who are, like, oh, I'm so glad I got this book. Mm -hmm. But, like, Goosebumps, that's the only – those are the only books I read. That's all I read. So it was, like, this is what I want. Um, uh, Same thing with, like, the Sleeping Bag and Tent. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I did get a lot of Book (laughs) It Pizzas. I really did. Thanks to Goosebumps. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. But Mike, what's your list? Okay, so um like I said, mine is gonna be a lot of action figures. Uh totally so fine. I've I've been on a huge I did not get these as a kid, but I've been on a huge kick recently of Biker Mice from Mars. Did you have oh, any of those? I did not own a single toy, but I really enjoyed the cartoon growing See, up. See, I I completely missed out on it. I, I honestly don't even know if I knew Biker Mice from Mars were a thing until much later in life. But just kind of randomly, I found the majority of the episodes on YouTube. And um, same thing with that Cops show. Um, they like really tried to make almost anything they could into a, a kid's cartoon franchise as a kid to sell toys and um but i started watching biker mice and i was like man the animation in this is actually really good and so like that that sucked me in even more and then i started to look up the toys like on ebay i haven't got any of them yet but um the toys were actually really impressive looking and like so you would buy a a biker mouse on its own and then you would buy the vehicle separately but then they had all the the villains separately and i was like that's i mean that's a perfect you know setup yeah wait for... way to move product like yeah exactly <laughs> make some good money off that yeah and i'm like man these are really beautiful toys so that might be my next obsession but um so uh, the second thing on my list is uh the ps2 Oh, yeah. So, like, I have always said I've never been a big gamer, but if there was any console that I really resonated with as a kid was the PS2. Um, So, like, I think we – so we had the original Nintendo, and then we had Super Nintendo, but I don't think we had another console until PS2. And we actually got it used. Um, Actually, we might have had the PS1 and played that for a while, and then we got the PS2, but I know we got PS2, like, secondhand – my mom bought it from a friend situation. And, um, but that was like the first and last time that I was really into video games. All the video games that I kind of remember from my childhood were for the PS2. Yeah. And, um, we've, we've had a, uh, Xbox 360 and I think we have an Xbox one now. So like the Xbox 360 was the first console that I owned since the PS2. Oh wow! So, yeah, so I just really wasn't a big gamer as a kid, but um, yeah, I, I there were a lot of games that I still feel very nostalgic for, like Soul Reaver and Tomb Raider. We got the Spyro and Crash Bandicoot trilogy for our Switch. And, oh, those are uh, fun! I'm glad you can get those yeah. on Switch now. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Coda has been playing Spyro like crazy lately. That's awesome. He really loves it. Um, so back into some action figures. I want Beast Wars. Oh um, yeah. I actually, I kind of got back into them when they started re-releasing some of the retro figures um, within the past couple of years, and I did not realize how many of these I actually had as a kid. Um, <laughs> like, and so like Beast Wars was like the animal version of Transformers. So they all transformed into like you know cheetahs and gorillas and bats and turtles and um alligators and like there were a lot of them that i had as a kid and i actually enjoyed the animal version of them a lot more than the robot version of them um but that was one that i really was into as a kid and then um obviously street sharks that's kind Mm -hmm. of one of my bigger uh toy crazes that i that i enjoyed um the hand puppets and everything and then um 
this one's kind of a blanket one, but just Nickelodeon items. So like, oh yes, Zoglogs. Um, you know what is Flome Gat? Tuber, but, tubers and zots. Tubers and zots. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got go, that for Christmas one year. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I screamed. And you know what? Here's what's <laughs> here's what's funny. Yeah, I did. I did scream. I don't know. I'm checking. It was not a Nickelodeon toy. It was kind of in the realm of that, but it was like all foam, like building, like. Mm-hmm. But I remember my dad had the greatest dad joke I've ever heard when I opened that up. Because, you know, what you what you do is you open up your present and your mom's like, show it to the camera. Show, tell, tell us what you yeah. got. I'm like, I got two pairs of socks. And my dad's like, you got two pairs of socks? <laughs> oh, knee slapper, dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember that name as a kid and I just looked him up. Um. They were ex- almost exactly the same as what Zoglogs are. I mean, it's just those like yeah. foam things that you cut and they stick together with a little bit of water. Yeah. Um, man. But did you ever have any of the Nickelodeon like, um, like the little radio or the CD no. CD player? But they looked really unique. So like they had yeah. like the really exaggerated like features on them. They There's, looked like. A telephone. like... Yeah, they looked like the studio, if you think yeah. about it. Like, Nickelodeon Studios was this really amazing-looking place, and it it looked like that. Like, it'd have, like, slime coming off of it, yeah. or, like... Yeah, I didn't have any of that stuff, and I wanted it so bad. I'd always see it advertised on the commercials or in mm-hmm. the Nick magazines, but never had them. I have a page from the 1998 Sears Wish Book pulled up, and it has five of them on there right now it looks like they have something called uh the the time blaster which is an alarm clock there's a cd player uh blast box there's a a a cassette recorder and then there's a camera i didn't know there was a camera and then a telephone like a rotary telephone but i mean just the like i would want these just for the design of them oh i know so cool looking It'd been funny, like growing up, me like you, you're an adult, and you get your place for the first time. You're like, all right, time to get my appliances. <laughs> you just get all that stuff in your house. You're like, oh yeah, finally. What if your kids like look back on these and they're like, is this what telephones looked like as a kid? Is this yeah. What radios look like. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, I'm gonna go with the Toy Biz X Men line. Um, oh yeah toy biz yeah so like when i think back to like going chris toy shopping christmas shopping for toys as a kid i don't actually think of toys r us i think of kb toys yes kb toys had like the biggest section at least the one in my mall of x-men toys like they had those big like 12 inch ones in the big box (laughs) And then they had like the regular kind of like six inch action figures on the shelf. And then they had these ones that I always remember as a kid. And I think I got maybe one or two, but I wound up buying like the whole line on eBay a couple years ago. But they were the X-Men Savage World or Savage Land um, line of figures. And it was basically the X-Men, but they were made to look like they grew up in or they were living in dinosaur times and they each came with like a dinosaur or prehistoric like 
figure like companion so like i think storm came with a uh like this triceratops looking character um i think archangel came with sauron who was like a pterodactyl mutant um they were just really great and something that i didn't realize until i actually bought them was all of the male figures are the same figure just repainted with like maybe some <laughs> different accessories, but it's all the same body. And I was just like, oh my god, that's that's such a rip, <laughs> rip off. That's hilarious. Um, it's trying to sneak that by you. <laughs> yeah, but I actually have a few of like the basic six inch figures from uh, the X Men line back then, and I just love them because they were so faithful to like the comic book and character or cartoon uh, character designs. And it's just like you literally have a figure from from your favorite comic book or, uh, or yeah. X-Men TV show. Yeah, these are had awesome. I don't even yeah. remember these. Oh, man, they were so great. Um, so kind of in line with Street Sharks, I'm going to go with Extreme Dinosaurs. And so um, Extreme Dinosaurs, their toy line was very similar to Street Sharks with, like, the overly exaggerated, like, mouths and propor- proportions and sculpt designs and stuff like that. And um, I can't remember the name of the studio that did the toys but they actually did another line and they were based off of these dogs and (laughs) um i can't remember what they were called but they are like so rare that if you find them on ebay they're like literally worth hundreds if not thousands of dollars um oh wow because i I don't even remember even even seeing them in stores didn't know about them until i was i don't they look like i mean it's dinosaurs like in street sharks style i don't even remember this yeah, so ex- um, Street Sharks and Extreme Dinosaurs, like those I had, but th- whatever the dogs were, I did not have. I can't remember what they were called, like Boneyard Dogs or something like that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, my next one is Toxic Crusaders. Oh, dude, yes. I had some of those. They were fantastic toys, yeah. yeah. My last one is Barnyard Commandos. Oh, yeah, dude, um, I... Those toys are so freaking sick. The yeah. same sculptor who did uh, the Ninja Turtle toys. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. I think so, um, at least. Man, I might be no, talking about I, I, totally, I don't know. I would believe it. I could I could definitely see that. Or maybe it was Mad Balls. Um, Shoot. He might have done all of them. For, yeah, for well, while. let me see. I know the guy who designed Mad Balls is not the guy who designed but it okay. might be the same sculptor. Um, I think I can't remember his name, but I know I followed him on Instagram for a while. Yeah, I guess it's not important. They're still badass toys, and they're oh, yeah, playmates. Sure. <laughs> you know, um, you know, uh, Nine to Five Warriors. Yes, he is releasing a toy line. I I, I shouldn't say he. Brandon Broswell. Yes. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Brandon, if you're listening to this, but um, he uh, <laughs> did. He did. <laughs> Nobody is. Uh, he's he's releasing a toy line of his uh, nine to five warriors character, and I think he got the guy who did Ninja Turtles to. Design he did, toys. yeah, dude. Those toys are phenomenal. Are you gonna get any of them? <sighs> Man, you know how it is for me. Like oh, they're yeah. they're they're expensive, but I I know why. A hundred percent agree yeah. with the pricing. In fact. They're actually cheaper than I expected them to be, to be honest. For sure, um, for made to order, yeah. Well, made to order, and like, man, you can't make anything these days as an independent creator for cheap. 
Yeah. And it's like he and the, what I love about these, he did not cut any corners. Again, mm-hmm. he had the guy who sculpted the turtles do it. And these toys are insane. Like they are mm-hmm. so cool. If you love the food fighter toys or barring our commandos or the Ninja Turtles, this is the most faithful. Re- like you would think these came out at the same time. Like they are just yeah. very, very cool. I was really impressed with the chipped character toy because the way he got it to stack and then separate was amazing like it looks just like it does in the um in the cartoon and comic book yeah you and i have done work for him in the past like this has been a thing he's been working on for it feels like a decade now um i'd say at least six or seven years maybe longer yeah i was gonna say whoever did the comic book i don't know who it is but i he sounds like an incredibly sexy, sexy young man. Yeah, you can tell um, <laughs> how sexy he is by the drawings. Like, <laughs> no, I did that when I was freelancing, um, like full time freelancing. So that was before Colt was born. So this is yeah, that was like twenty fourteen. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I was I, I got I pre ordered three of them. I couldn't do the whole line just because of the price, but I wanted to get at least the two main characters and um, the uh, sandwich spore guy i always thought was really yeah so i wanted to get like the biggest character that i could of all of them yeah what's really cool is um he actually tried to kickstart this he started out really small so i don't know this is becoming a a nine to five commercial which is fine because (laughs) it's worthy yeah but he started off just doing like trading cards and they were in wax packs and like that was you know a really cool artwork of these fictional office supplies that come to life Mm -hmm. and he did like these like cool like color form sticker type things where it was like the scenes were printed on postcards and you had these restickable stickers of the characters so you could set up your own battle scenes and Mm -hmm. he just had a blast with it you could tell it was such a passion project and then he you know years and uh, he did the comic book with you and then years and years after he was like i want to actually make these freaking toys and so he tried to kickstart these last year after he had the sculpts and everything made and it was almost funded i just man my heart goes out to just everybody working these days trying to make something a that's new but then also trying to get it seen because algorithms and social media do not do you any favors. You have to just be obnoxious and screaming everything, like screaming about what you have for it to get seen. But he was so close to getting it independently funded, but it made a big enough splash and interest that um, they got picked up by this toy company. And so they're made to order toys that are going to be I mean, they're incredible. So I'm really glad it worked out for him because, like, again, supporting independent creators and new ideas is incredibly hard. And um, these these things, these nine to five warriors, go check them out. Again, if you liked Food Fighters or Barnyard Commandos from back in the day, this is a spitting image of that. But it's like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Join the battle alongside Major Eraser and the Water Cooler Commandos, or wreak havoc with Colonel Custard and the Brick Room Bandits. Choose your side as these nine to five warriors battle for total office domination. It every day from nine to five. Each figure sold separately. All right, so we wanted to do, we wanted to throw out uh, three commercials each, which 
um, three toy commercials of each. So I'm going to send you my first one and we'll take a quick look at it. Jingle bells, Santa smells, Christmas really stunk. I got nothing that I like, my gifts were all just junk. Boxes full of clothes, CDs no one knows. When I wanted something for my Nintendo 64. Zelda's great, to rock to, South Park would be fine. How about Rogue Squadron? That game should be mine. Make up for a lame Christmas. Get the hits you missed on N64. Mom and Dad, I'm so sad. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, for N64 video games, and I never had an N64 growing up. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like you, my biggest console gap was Super Nintendo to PlayStation 1, which mm -hmm. PlayStation 1 and N64 were out similar times, but um, I was a big Nintendo kid, so it was really hard to not have one of these, but my cousins had them. I played them at their house. Of course, friends had them. I, I, I didn't go without getting to experience the greatness of this console, but um, right. I always remember this commercial playing. Uh, in fact, when you told me to find a Christmas commercial that was toy related, that was one of the first things that came up because <laughs> it was a it's a perfect um, time capsule of what the late 90s were like snotty kids attitude yes. they're griping about their christmas present they wanted video games not clothes and cds you know <laughs> and so it is really kind of like you know that's just what we grew up on we weren't we weren't a bunch of softies we would just you know like we had so much attitude back in oh the day. yeah that's that's what i was going to talk about for this commercial is like i actually have been seeing this one on instagram a lot lately but i hadn't have watched you? it well i hadn't been watching it because um from the thumbnail, I thought it was like the Backstreet Boys like Christmas album. Yeah, um, they kind of like, look like a boy band with like yeah, their yeah. cool hair and, and like and so like I would uh, just the goggles and it. snow gear. <laughs> yeah, and so like one uh, one time it started playing before I scrolled past it. I was like, oh, this is a commercial, and I watched it. And I was like, man, I'm so glad I saw this because it's like I love the attitude of it. I love the the uh, the snottiness of the of the guys because that's like the attitude of the kids that were playing these games like south park and turok and yeah uh, it's just like such a different attitude back then yeah like i video game commercials back in the day originally started off with like wow look at where we are we're in the future mm -hmm. can't believe we're playing video games and then like as consoles got more and more uh advanced it was like look how extreme we are you yeah. know and that was kind of the <laughs> the undertone of everything to come after that it's like well, you know more graphics more better you know you know I, I i was i think we might have talked about this briefly but it was like we're wondering how these advertisements kind of changed from this attitude and like some of them were kind of a little maybe over sexualized as back then as like compared to now and we were like video games were not mainstream back then so they kind of no. had to grab you with this over the top super attitude super ballsy commercials and advertising whereas now it's very mainstream so like they have to play it safe with their advertising yeah for they sure don't offend anybody so yeah like, i thought that's pretty interesting yeah to counter that here's my second commercial okay <laughs> oh wait you need to go Oh, wait. Oh. Mighty Max, Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Welcome to Skull Dungeon. Wow. Mighty Max. Smasher, get up. Your brain donor is here. 
Me want brain. No way, slime face. Whoa! Watch out for that first step. It's not over, Mighty Max. Will Max get fried? His fate is in your hands. <laughs> Mighty Max, Mighty Max! You can collect all his adventure sets, each sold separately. Mighty Max figure included from Mattel. So, I didn't have a ton of Mighty Max when I was younger, but um, this was one of the commercials that kept popping up in the, in the loop of 90s commercials I've been watching recently. And I just, I love how creative these are like each yeah. of the little play sets like even the playset itself like the outside compact of it looks interesting like i would want to play with like the dinosaur head or the skull almost more than i would want to play with whatever you open up and is going on inside yeah and, oh for sure uh, and so like but i would say like the mid to late 90s was like a treasure trove of these little miniature playset type things because it was more than just mini max it was like they had Polly Pocket. They had, um, I can't remember the names, but like everybody kind of seemed to have their own version of these little miniature things. They even had like X Men oriented ones and Spider Man and oh yeah, and, and it was just like uh, I remember there was there were Primal Rage ones from that Primal Rage video game. They oh, were, that's cool. Yeah, so it's like, I just I love, you know, the creativity that came along with these. Yeah, I what what always like what I love about this, you know. I don't know if my parents ever saw any validity in these toys to like, yeah, we'll we'll buy this so he can have this dinky little thing to play with. Um, because there's not a lot you can do with it. You know, like they're they're so tiny, like the, the little figurines inside. And it's like, I guess if you had multiple of them, you could interchange and, you know, maybe kind of world build. But like, they don't do a whole lot either. But these commercials kind of taught you how to play with the toy. Exactly. So it was like, you know, oh, I'm going to be the the Frankenstein and I'm going to put you off the ledge, you know, and it's just like <laughs> you probably never would have thought to have done that had you not seen the toy. Because, again, it's such a limited toy. It really is like a Trotsky to some degree. It's just kind of yeah. like it's just a thing. It's a little knickknack. But <laughs> and I'm not trying to like, you know, belittle it because it was a cool ass toy. Yeah. But it wasn't like a toy that had a lot of longevity to it. Yeah. And I think that's why I didn't like really gravitate towards them as a kid was because like I wanted, you know, my six inch figures. I wanted to, you know, rough and tumble with them uh, all over the place, you know, and like I felt like these I would lose so easily. Oh, yeah. You had to be like really precious with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's a that's a super super great commercial like really taking something small and living up to its name mighty that was a i mean that was a really that's a really intense commercial (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right let's see if i get to my last commercial yeah sorry i don't know for those listening if we said we're doing six we're doing four we'll do more commercials next episode i promise (laughs) but uh here's mine i kind of gave it away earlier but it might be the greatest toy commercial of all time Hi, I'm Dr. Dreadful, and this is the Dr. Dreadful Food Lab. Makes lots of gross things, and then you eat them. Dr. Dreadful's monster skin. Mm. Care for a tasty tarantula? Fly? Cockroach? You can make swarms! And now magic powder, stir, and... Monster brains! Mmm, funny! The Dr. Dreadful Food Lab makes gross things again and again. It's totally dreadful! Yeah, man, the Dr. Dreadful Food Lab. Um, 
this is the answer that guys have been waiting their whole lives for when your <laughs> sister has an easy bake oven, right? Uh-huh. And listen, I'm the chef in our house. I make the dinners. I do the food cooking. That's my job. Um, and I, I, I think those years of my sister letting me use her easy bake oven <laughs> to make those heat lamp brownies, you know? Mm-hmm. But this was like, this was taking the genius of something like Creepy Crawlers an easy bake oven and putting them together. And it was like, you could make these really gross recipes. Um, Basically, they're all super sugary and sweet, so they were pretty tasty. Uh, But you can make like these warts that, you know, basically it was like gelled, Mm -hmm. bubbly stuff you would put on your hand, you could eat it off of, you know, just really gross stuff. Like kind of teaching kids a lot of like really nasty eating habits of like you know, yeah probably should have put a disclaimer need to wash your hands beforehand <laughs> um but man the commercial is brilliant because it's like you've got two kids inside a mad scientist lab and i know when i was playing with that because i got it one year i was sitting at the dinner table just like look at this and like you know <laughs> making the same type of remarks the kids made in the commercial or mm-hmm. pretending i was the mad scientist and like throwing the little lever over and having like my beaker set up with like the pink bubbly kool-aid in it whatever you made your it mom was... like flicker the lights in the background yeah like mom <laughs> make it look like lightning <laughs> she's over there with a with a um with a baking sheet whoa <laughs> Bring on the thunder, mom! <laughs> you make her hairspray your sister's hair's pigtails standing up, like it's like if the kid ruled the world. Like this is our agenda today. We are going to make disgusting edibles, and we're all going to laugh maniacally like scientists. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have Doctor Dreadful? I didn't. I had creepy oh. crawlers. So I was going to kind of ask you if, if uh, a couple things. I was going to ask you if, like, once you ran through all the ingredients if you could even play with it anymore yes also is this a situation where like you could never get it as good as what you saw in the commercial um it was pretty good pretty much lived up to what it was i would say i was not very disappointed with it um and you could buy refillable things and you could buy smaller they would have like so you get the big lab but you could buy like uh an expansion Mm. type of thing where it was like this one made maybe the skin or something that they were talking Mm -hmm. about um you know so it was cool you could build it up and then you could go and buy refillable supplies it was a really really good toy it just didn't seem to last on the market all that long but that could have been my Mm -hmm. interest was diverted away from it the next year you know i also wonder if it was like stuff that like if you still had the set, if it was just like, they just repackaged sugar in a different way. If like you could just use, you know, real sugar. Oh, that I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 that was one of those things where like, I remember seeing the zombie skin in the commercial and I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I would actually eat that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember eating the zombie skin. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll do my last one. Murphy. 
What's going oh, on? Nothing, Sarge. <laughs> Big Boss Man and Jake the Snake Roberts, the newest WWF wrestling buddies from Tonga, he sold separately. Uh, this would not fly today, I tell no, you. No, it would. <laughs> um, man, I remember, like, I was not into wrestling as a kid. I've said that many times on this, but there's no, there's no denying how permeated it was in popular culture because mm-hmm. I still had those wrestling buddies. I had several of them, and I remember wanting to make our living room into a, a wrestling ring. Um. With like ropes, kind of like they do in yeah. this commercial, and I, I, my brother and I would wrestle around with them, and I think I had two. I think my brother had one, um, but they're like they're one of those things that I feel like is so easy to make, and wrestling is still around. That I wish they made, and I know that they do. I think they still do wrestling buddies, but they don't look like that. Yeah, um, they're much smaller, or maybe they just look smaller because I'm so much bigger now. But they don't—they're not in that same <laughs> kind of cartoonish shape. They—they they look yeah. a little more realistic. Because uh, I think I did see them at Walmart recently, and it said Wrestling Buddies on it. But um, did you have these as a kid? No, but you know what? It's—it's it's funny because like I loved this commercial growing up, and like I—I mm-hmm. I wanted them, but like my parents were like, well, "He's not in the wrestling. He doesn't watch yeah. it. You know, we're not going to entertain this." You know. But um, I have a Macho Man mm-hmm. uh, today. Still, or mm-hmm. I bought it year about ten years ago. And um, man, I I was thinking about selling it recently, and I kind of broke down because I was like, you know what? I forgot. I remember uh, Lydia found it the other day, and she's like, mm-hmm. Dad, you remember this? And she threw him on the ground, and she dropped an elbow on it. <laughs> and I had taught her to do that when she was a baby. Like she oh, was man. like. I remember her being in her diaper and like coming into my office and grabbing him off and off the couch and being like, you know, wanting to play with him. And I taught her how to wrestle this wrestling buddy, like how you like drop a bow on him or you could like throw him and slam him down. And I do the hand slap on the on the floor, like one, two, you know, do the (laughs) countdown. And she would giggle and loved it so much. And it's like, I I can't get rid of this because of that memory. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, no, we'll keep this forever because my little girl wrestled Macho Man Randy Savage, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I I remember I had Hulk Hogan as a kid, and um, I know we had Jake the Snake, and I think we had Ultimate Warrior, but I can't remember. I just – I know we had three of them. Yeah. And they were so much fun. Like, not only were they fun to play with, but I know that – I like I didn't have stuffed animals really as a kid. I know I had some, but I didn't like sleep with them as a comfort or anything. But um, I had these on my bed, and I would kind of like use them as pillows sometimes. And and I mean they were just they were great. And I I've been looking for uh, a replacement Hulk Hogan on eBay for the longest time, but uh, it's just one of those things that I haven't been able to pull the trigger on. But um, anyway, I just I I remember those very very fondly yeah i had a friend who was very into wrestling and i remember after daycare i had to go to his house and until my parents could pick me up and we play we wrestled the crap out of those things like he had like you know four or five of them we were jumping off the couch and throwing them in the living room just i mean i'm sure parents by then were just so grateful about how tv taught your kids how to rough house and play with toys yeah but uh yeah man such a that's a great commercial it's so hilarious it's so 80s too like 80s early 90s like it's it's amazing i love how like the little sister is not 
having any part of this. She's just like sitting in the chair. Yeah, she's like, uh, no, nope. playing with her little thing. <laughs> just like <laughs> off in the distance, like, I like it, Nana. <laughs> boys. Silly <laughs> <laughs> <Here we> boys. <laughs> All right, well, I ho ho hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, we're gonna definitely gonna do another Christmas episode soon. Uh, probably more of the nostalgia and heartwarming aspect of Christmas, but we gotta get the greedy part out, man. We gotta get the toys, we gotta get the things that we want because it's our Christmas, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Look forward to talking more about Christmas very very soon we hope you guys are doing well stay safe stay warm and we'll see you next time later bye (laughs) i guess that's long enough this would have been a good show too